For this week's Peace Bucket, we're joined by Tarek uh, Koff, uh, who we've on, had on before. Uh, he's the editor-in-chief of, of Peace and Planet uh, News. He's also a, a member of Veterans of Peace, and he's one of several hundred thousand people who uh, traveled uh, down to the uh, Palestinian rights rally in, in D.C. on, on November 4th, um, probably the largest Palestinian rights you know, rally uh, ever in the United States and uh, certainly the largest uh, anti-war uh, rally in recent memory. So, uh, Tara, can you tell us, you know, why you went down and what was the day like? I went down to stand up for the people in, in Gaza, for the people in Palestine, in the West Bank, and especially for the children. So I felt it was the least I could do to show up, to go down there and be part of the Veterans for Peace contingent that went down. Uh, it was an incredible experience. Uh, the crowd was huge. And uh, that that word is not an exaggeration. It it very possibly I I saw vid, I saw pictures taken from above of the crowd, um, time lapse pictures, and to me it looked like at least three hundred thousand people. It just didn't end, and it was pretty wonderful because there was a sense of solidarity, there was a sense of of purpose of commitment to the Palestinian cause. And um, it was good. I got interviewed three times by Al Jazeera while I was down there. They saw my Veterans for Peace shirt and they wanted to interview me. And they found out I was an American Jewish veteran who, who had been to uh, all through the West Bank with the, a couple of uh, veterans delegations. And uh, yeah, so it was a pretty exciting event. So Went on for quite what a while. Were some of the people that you met or encountered there, or, or signs that you know really stood out as sort of different than just your normal event? Hmm, that's a good question. What stood out? Well, there was just so much. Most it, mostly I, I hung out with the uh, Veterans for Peace contingent that. People came from all over for this. And um, I met some Palestinian people who listened in on what I was saying to Al Jazeera and came over to thank me for saying that. One fella had a good number of his family killed in Gaza just recently. And he heard what I was saying because I get passionate about it. And... Uh, he just came over and thanked me. Also, the interviewer for uh, Al Jazeera, who interviewed me twice, once live and once uh, for tape, she seemed to be quite moved by what I said and uh, thanked me. So there were a few people that I met. Uh, mostly, we just were there to be part of it. And we joined the march, and we marched uh, to the White House. Well, marched all through the streets, Pennsylvania Avenue, up to up to uh, Avenue K, and uh, down around to the White House. And you couldn't see the beginning and you couldn't see the end of the march. The only way it could be seen was from up high. Uh, as far as 
banners. There were some huge banners. There was huge banners, free Gaza, free Palestine, huge Palestinian flags. Everybody had something. Uh, we had a banner. We had three banners. One just said simply in huge letters, it was a 15 foot long banner. It said, what about Gaza? And underneath it said, free Palestine, veterans for peace. Then I'm um, trying to remember the other two. One of the banners, uh, if you got real close, you could probably still smell the tear gas on it because it was it was in uh, the West Bank with us back in 2017 when we carried it in Palestinian marches, different marches, Hebron, Berlin, Nabisala, and got tear gassed and shot out with rubber bullets and some live ammo one time. Uh, and that banner said, U.S. veterans say no, in big letters, to Israeli occupation, apartheid, and to U.S. tax dollars funding the Israeli uh, military. Do you have exact words, but it's close enough. Do you get the sense that, uh, you know, President Biden and members of Congress, particularly in the Hudson Valley, were to listen in and, and perhaps moved by the huge turnout? In my opinion, President Biden is a war criminal. He ought to be tr tried for war crimes. He's part and parcel of uh, this genocide that's going on. And I put, uh, uh, what's his name, a local congressman uh, in the same boat. Uh, uh, Malonaro, is he your congressperson? Malonaro and, and the other one, uh, what's his name? Ryan. Right, Pat Ryan. They're both veterans. They ought to be, well, then they they don't even know what the word shame means. But if they did, and if they had a real sense of humanity, they would, they would be ashamed for supporting this. And Biden is proposing $14 billion while people are going for is the Israeli military. $14 billion. That $14 billion is going right into the pockets of the arms manufacturers who will be supplying the weapons. To, uh, to So this is a racket. You're taking tax dollars, $14 billion of our taxes that should go to alleviate hunger, poverty, uh, education, medical, all these things that people are, are desperate about in this country that they don't have. $14 billion could do a lot. It's going into the pockets of uh, Ray, uh, Ray Thayon, uh Lockheed Martin, all those arms manufacturers giving the, the credit to the Israeli military so they can buy weapons. And some of those weapons are going to the settlers. So the settlers can continue killing people in the West Bank, which they do with impunity, with absolute impunity. The Israeli military does nothing. Well, they actually support the settlers because I've seen it. I've been part of it. So, so uh, it's about just deplorable. We only what? about two minutes. We only about two minutes left. So you, you mentioned the Jewish. If you talk to some of your Jewish friends, you know, and they say, "Listen, we have to defend Israel." What Hamas did was unacceptable, killing so many civilians. How, how do you respond to? We need uh, to protect Israel. There is no excuse. There is no rationale whatsoever for killing children the way that Israel is killing children. There's absolutely no excuse. 
this is this is they're committing genocide and they've been doing it for a long time and when they say that the hamas attack was unprovoked give me a break this is 75 years of provocation at least violent provocation humiliation cutting off people from their land from their families the apartheid wall it goes on and on and you, you know you put people in a pressure cooker like that you put people in a, in a situation where there is absolutely no hope no hope what do you expect what do you expect them to do of course there's going to be violent resistance what about the violent resistance from the, from the uh, warsaw ghetto do you want to condemn that also and say that was unprovoked you know so and there's one other thing i want to mention before i i finish People, uh, you know, when you criticize Israel, rightfully criticize Israel, uh, people say that that's anti-Semitism. You're being anti-Semitic. You know what's anti-Semitic? I'm going to tell you what's anti-Semitic. Fascist Israel is anti-Semitic. Apartheid Israel is anti-Semitic. Genocidal Israel is anti-Semitic. All of that is anti the spirit of Judaic thought. Everything that's good in Judaic thought has is being betrayed by the Zionists in Israel. Absolutely betrayed. So that's why many of us Jews here say, not in our name. This is not in our name. Do not claim that you are doing this for Jewish people. This is anti-Jewish. Everything that Israel is doing. Sorry, I get worked up about okay. that. Okay, well, I'm talking uh, to Rock Koff. Uh, he is the editor-in-chief of Peace and Planet News and a member of Veterans for Peace. And this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.